Hello and welcome to Online and Inspired, a weekly podcast for educators, parents, service providers, and those leading the way in the future of learning. I'm Marissa Rothermel, special education teacher with Teleteachers Inc., and I invite you to join me each week as we meet remarkable individuals, tackling big issues, growing wild new ideas, and bringing endless passion and excitement to the worlds of education and parenting. In our time together each week, we'll talk current events, what is influencing us, what is inspiring us, and celebrate the remarkable work each person brings to the industry. Come laugh, learn, and live inspired with us. We are online and inspired. Afternoon. This is Marissa Rothermel, your host with Online and Inspired. I'm hoping you're having a wonderful start to your November. I know mine is starting with a bang here in Charleston, South Carolina. We are on track to have a potential another hurricane. Oh my goodness gracious, did I bring bad luck to the state or something. Uh, but what's new with you? I'd love to hear from you on social media. I'd love to hear about how your Halloween went, what your plans for the holidays are, are you seeing Christmas lights yet? I know that they're popping up in my neighborhood, and I'm a big believer in that 1031 to November 1st uh, rollover window, and I, I've got the itch. Even though it's 80 degrees outside, I'm sitting here thinking about the holiday decorations for this year and what I want to do. And whether I need to embra embrace, uh, you know, beachside Santa in my, in my holiday decorating this year. For those of you who live in a warm environment such as mine, uh, what do you do? Do you have warm weather decorations? Is it weird to put out a snowman? I don't know. Uh, so that's my my current conundrum. And with it, we already have a guest on for you today, Yosef Lapko, and I will bring him on just a moment. Let's meet him. All right, we have the guest I just promised, and I've been told that he is a man of two names. We can be Yosef or Joseph Lapko, and I'm so excited to have you on today. And how are you doing this fine Monday? Doing great. Excited for a new week. Yeah, me too, for Happy sure. <laughs> so we connected through uh, Facebook initially, but can you tell our listeners a little bit about who are you and what you do? Sure. So I think I kind of wear three different hats or more. We always have some more hats that we can share. But uh, on the business side, I'm involved as a director of acquisition and projects and development side in the Wildcat Group, which is a vertical integration and multifamily uh, development. And we also involved with some prop, prop tech technology around the real estate sector. Um, besides that, I'm consulting to different companies, both on the development side and project management, procurement around the world, system building, management, team building, et cetera. And on the third wheel, I'm trying to stay involved with nonprofit organizations, again, helping them to grow, raise funds, political movements, you know, most of them are on, related to relationship between Israel, Middle East, United States, Army, post-trauma, education, personal identity, etc. Wow, you sound really, really busy. <laughs> trying to be. Yeah, and I, I think you really fit into that uh, that online because I'm assure, assuming that most of your networking is done online these days uh, sure. through phone calls, emails, etc. And inspired, how did you get into this line? These many lines of work. 
I think we need to stay open. That's my, you know, I always don't say no and we can contribute it the best we can. And it's not, you know, it's applicable. You know, I used to work for Intel and very involved in technology. And then a few years later, you find yourself in a nonprofit. And then I opened a event planning and used to run parties, crazy parties around the world and then real estate. So it's kind of a journey. It's, your skills are applicable and if you can use them and connect people and make operational work better, then it's, you can do it in any system and any, in any application. I love that. How does one go from Intel to crazy parties around the world? Um, again, if you, you only replace a chef, photographer, musician, and a flower to electrician, plumber, architect, and etc. It's just they all they all have a time frame, they all have a timeline, they all have a budget, they all have a relationship with people, and uh, and quality control and system and procedures, and the rest is the rest is. Yeah, you just kind of figure it out as you go. And that's, that's awesome. Can you give us a a crazy party story? Anything fun that you've done? Or one of the more ridiculous requests you've heard? Oh, my God, I had too many of them. Uh, You know, (laughs) from from bridal coming in the helicopters to uh, horses and 12 horses. Um, I think the most crazy story I had is to have a wedding with 3000 people when you have a 2000 people sitting in the venue inside and another thousand people around and you, the family choose to serve steaks. So (laughs) it's a seven minutes to heaven. We're basically serving over 1500 steaks in seven minutes. That's a logistical, not easy task. That sounds next to impossible. What kind of staffing do you have to? I mean, what kind of cook space can you have to pull that off? That's incredible. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely a challenging and a brainstorming to make it happen. Yeah, it's about 120 wait- waitress, wow. but it's uh, it's not only the stuffing. It's really make it happen. Another cool story from the wedding side. One time we did a venue in. Um, like a convention center and they had a like a test like a government test that was supposed to end up uh at the morning of the venue of the wedding but it's been pushed out so three hours before the wedding people still sitting down making tests oh no and you know you over there and the the family is saying is everything all right yeah don't worry you have 700 guests they're all flying in everything is going to be all right um so I had to close the parking lot, set up the entire venue with tables and everything with flowers. And like 20 minutes before guests arrived, everybody just carried the tables the way they are into the venue and placed them in. When the guests arrived, voila, everything looks like amazing. No way. <laughs> but you have to improvise and you have to think outside of the box because you can you can't say to the bride, sorry, we're going to push it for another day. No, you definitely can't push that off. Absolutely not. No, the bride or her guests. I don't know which one would be scarier to make mad, but wow, that is a pretty crazy and awesome story. I like the I like the creativity of let's set up in the parking lot. Everyone grab a table and let's go. That's wonderful. 
That's wonderful. So how about uh, the nonprofit? What are you doing in that world? You said that you're really enjoying the nonprofit sector. The nonprofit? Um, lately, I've been involved in some very interesting service that uh, focus mostly on the, <clears throat> you know, soldiers that coming with post-trauma, uh, both in the United States and in Israel. Um, it's very, I don't want to say scary, but it's very complicated for some people to ask for help. And it's involved sometimes with a lot of paperwork and a lot of stigmas and a lot of saying, hey, I need help. Um, it's sometimes against the macho, you know, I'm a man, I'm a ex, uh, you know, military sniper, you know, ex Marine, whatever it is coming and asking for help because I can't sleep at night or whatever I'm doing during my life. Um, and closing up, basically providing like kind of an Uber platform that connects, connect very fast between the therapy people, between the, the experts who can help and the people who need help without all the paperwork and all the, you know, going through stages and committees you know one and second and third by the time you got to the first committee you're already exhausted um emotionally and the, the, you know it's it's become very hard so that's, yeah. that's a very interesting focus that we're trying to make it uh, more optional for soldiers you know as soon as you raise your hands and you need help connect right away with the with the right people Right. It takes so much to acknowledge the fact that you need help. You don't not everyone then has the the ability to press through all of the stages. You know, they're not quite there. It took so much to say, hey, I need this help. And then to go through the the so many stages to get help, all of the paperwork, finding the right therapist can be exhausting, I'm sure. I like the uh, I like the idea of making that easier for folks. And I, I wish you great success with that. That's that's Thank a very you. hard situation uh, to be in. And those those soldiers certainly need help. They've lived through things that are downright awful. Uh, so that's very different than party planning, I would say. <laughs> uh, with all of these, you know, kind of um, transitions in your life and these different projects, you're obviously a passionate individual who's, who's ready to take on things in a creative way. How do you maintain a work-life balance? Well, that's uh, become a very famous uh, phrase lately. I think for the past five, six years, uh, I've been blessed to be remote, and um, which means also working with other people remote and, you know, pronounce the word Zoom. <laughs> Seven, eight years ago was kind of a curse. Nobody knew what it is. Right. It was like a small app out there that it's making some online phone calls. I guess today it's a little bit different. Um, I kind of built my life around that, which means it means everything. It means scheduling vacation around work, right? You can, instead of working yourself out uh, and hoping for this one weekend for vacation, you combine. If you go to a conference, so stay one more night, you know, make it as your vacation. Schedule your, your spouse or your kids to come with you or meet you at the space that you already in, right? So kind of kill the two birds at the same time. I think that will makes it happen. You know, schedule one meeting that it's very important when you're doing it 
through treadmill, right? Okay. This meeting I'm doing as I'm running or as I'm walking outside. Um, have this routine in life that combine, I think that will make the difference. And I think that's, that's what we're going to this combination. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right is, you know, it's kind of, it's how to do how to kill the two birds with one stone for sure. It's how can I take care of me, but also maintaining my obligations and, and that scheduling component is just so important. And uh, I myself have fallen into that too much work trap lately and I'm going extra hard on the weekends. And I'm like, I can't just do this five days a week, you know, hours and hours and hours and hours because I'm not turning off at the end of the night. And I just recently started to embrace uh, putting in something that uh, a friend of mine had recommended, which was just an hour of time, just finding an hour in every day at whatever time it is to say, this is the me time. What do I need to do right now to to keep myself uh, regulated, to find, to get what I need done to feel good. And uh, I now find myself looking forward to when it pops up on my watch. You know, I've got a 10 minute warning that, you know, my golden hour is coming, my one hour of focus um, on whatever non-work projects there are for me to do. Uh, I get excited when I see that pop up on my watch, so. I think if um, I want to add, uh, you know, the second component, which is, pretty new to me. I switched. I put my kids into online system schooling this year, um, you know, switch from private schooling. Obviously it's very different and I'm still exploring that. So I can be an expert and give uh, my full opinion, but definitely allowing myself and the kids to explore much more uh, and being flexible. Um, because they're learning online and they can do much more. Uh, that's at, at this point, it's, it's amazing. Like my kid can go, my kids can go with me to a conferences and still be in school, still being on top. Um, so much um, time being wasted on going to school, going back. I mean, I'm not saying it's bad. It's a society and, and it's, it's uh, our skills that, definitely a challenging to achieve finding friends you can find friends online it's much harder but the component of learning could be globally and that's who we are right if we are working on zoom if we are working with people from all over the world then why people needs to be why kids needs to be stuck in one room and close themselves out when they can have access to everywhere could not agree with you more. This is a conversation that I've, I've started having too. as much as I, uh, you know, appreciate a big brick and mortar building. I don't believe it's for everyone. And especially if you have a family that travels or wants to travel with you, there is so much opportunity in online education. I am an online special education teacher during the day. I am able to teach so many skills that were just almost impossible to find the time for in a traditional brick and mortar setting. There are so many I don't know, just time constraints within the day and you have to work around, you know, other activities and lunchtimes and, and early dismissals and all of these things that just don't exist in the virtual world. You know, there's flexibility and kids have opportunity to learn responsibility by doing work, you know, that's on camera versus off camera. And there's just, it's wonderful. And we live so much in that global world, in that virtual world, you know, having that opportunity to practice, no matter what your age is, is 
a neat opportunity that I know we didn't have growing up. <laughs> and my my two-year-old daughter is very comfortable on a Zoom call. She does not understand video calling without the video. You know, she, she wants to look at a phone or look at a screen. And she's like, why can't I see them? You know, where are they? This I is think a it's very beyond, it's beyond just a Zoom call. I think, you know, my, you know, personal spoiler, my daughter at the 14 years old, she's very into a medical school and she's signed up without telling me uh, to Harvard University and she started taking courses. Oh, wow. That's um, amazing. Because it's available online and it's for free. So yeah. uh, for me at the 14 years old, where is hardware? It's like on the other side of the world. Apparently it's not. It's in your <laughs> your it's in your bedroom. It's in your office. So it is. I think amazing. that's an amazing part. Yeah, we can reach so much more than we used to be able to. And and you know, the world is the kids' oyster. You know, they can my I'm teaching students across the country, you know, and uh one of the big things that we always like to talk about is that so many of our providers have worked, you know, even though we're based largely on the east coast or the middle teaching remote villages in Alaska, you know, kids who would not otherwise have services, they have no problem getting on a Zoom call or using technology to get the education that they need. And it's just, it's pretty incredible. So with all of this, uh, obviously you're, you're proud of your kids, you're accomplishing so much, you're embracing kind of this new world that we live in. Uh, how do you personally live inspired? How do I inspire myself or how do I inspire the kids? both why both. not okay um i read a lot i pivot a lot and um i'm trying to create good friendship and friends who keep me um inspired and challenged uh, i think that's the best thing that i can wish for myself right you we always feel ourselves comfortable and oh i did that i did achieve that and um, the best friends are the are that are gonna. Hey, what about this? What about that? You're not doing enough, or you're doing enough, but what about that? And uh, being challenged in a good way, and finding a good surround surround yourself with good people who are gonna keep challenging you and inspire you. I think that's that's really the secret. I mean, some friend colleague of mine um, made me read and send him a voice message every day about one fret, one sentence that I learned today, right? So it makes you start your morning with, despite how crazy it is and what happens on your plate, you're reading, you're trying to get something, you're trying to learn something from that and share with others. So I, I did the same thing and now I'm getting tons of messages every day. Right. So I'm reading Love at that. the same time, like 10 books, because I'm getting random messages from other friends of mine who I'm holding them accountable and they holding other people accountable. And we have a reading club in that way. Right. That's awesome. That is such a neat idea. I really love that. And I'm making a note to steal this idea. <laughs> it's really your own kind of virtual book club and, and do. And what cool talking points must come from that. And I assume you're not all reading kind of the same materials. You know, it's probably one person's reading, I don't know, some kind of educational book versus somebody reading a more leisure book or, or whatever. It's uh, always the right book. It's amazing. Like, 
we always find it funny that you're always reading something that it's relevant to you because you, you're reading it from the perspective of what I can learn, what can I grow, how I can grow. So no matter how many books you're reading at the same time or one book, or what's the subject, it always make you change something, change perspective or laugh about it or cry about it or learn from it or even, you know, room for thought, hey, how this person did it, how you thought about it. Maybe I, I should think differently. Um, that's, you know, that's not, it's not keep, it keeps our life not boring. It does. It keeps it exciting and, and educational too. I really admire your, your very open mindset. You're very, uh, you know, like you said, you pivot a lot. You've tried many things. You're open to new things and trying to be inspired by others. What cultivated that in you? What, where did, you know, what shaped that? It's, it has to have been, or was it something you just discovered yourself or was this an environment you grew up in? You're speaking in ways that so many of us admire, you know, who, who, who like to have that healthy mindset of go with the flow and figure it out and, and put a smile on your face. How did, how did that grow within you? Well, I appreciate it. Well, I born in Russia. That's start. Um, and Russia has been pivoted. It was, it's not so fun to be more Russian and, and lately. This it's a big change in the, you know, and the, um, and uh, as a kid, we moved to Israel, which I spent most of my days in education. And about 10 years ago, we moved to the state. Um, so, you know, I'm speaking three languages as my home based, you know, core. So uh, that's one I think that helped me to sh being flexible um, and give and see everything from a much wider perspective. Uh, but I think from the early stages of life, I, I never put myself in a box. I never, I tried not to define myself as part of a group. Uh, it's politically, it's, it's educationally. It's like when I see people running to one side, I'm going back and starting process it. Is that the right thing for me to do? Maybe I should run to the other way. You know, if you watch the fishes in the ocean, the fish who is dead, that's the one who goes with the flow. That's true. If he that's swims, true. if if the fish swims against the flow, it means he's alive. So I don't say you need to, to be the weirdo and go against everybody, but you need to define what's best for you, for your family, or go for your personal goals. Like always define, define the message, define the tune, define the, the vision, define your own strategy, define the, your plan. Now, don't go there because everybody, everybody's buying crypto, you should buy it. Study it, right? See if it's worked for you. Everybody's going to online education. Maybe not, right? Um, so I think that answers most of the questions being, you know, think outside of the box, but make it what best for you um, at your stage of life, at your balance. Yeah, analyze it for for what's going to fit for you and your life. So I guess that ties back to our previous question is, is how do you kind of teach that mentality and that live inspired mentality to your kids? By example, only. By example, yep. Only by example. Um, you know, we're living in the time when I just spoke about it last few days with my daughter. You know, we very soon we're going to, you know, Web3 will buy up, everything will be technology, right? We're going to speak to our 
robots who's going to have, you know, rob a lawyer who's going to have access to any, any legal advice around the globe. Um, and any medical advice will be by robots. Um, why we should make them memorize so much information if they can blink and have a lens up and they can scan the entire Google and have the find it, find the answer in, a, in half a second. Um, if the cars will be parking there by themselves, then it's changing the entire urban system around the world, right? We can say our Tesla or not Tesla, hey, park yourself. It's going to go park, right? You don't have to find or learn how to, how to drive. And I'd be so nervous about the permits or non-permits. I mean, I'm just saying the life of our kids is going to change so tremendously in the next three, five, ten years. So giving, we can't teach them the stuff that we don't know, right? We're not a shoemaker or, or a plumber. We can say, hey, kid, this is what you're doing. Do exactly the way I do, and you're going to be successful. We don't have the tool. I have no idea what the future predicts, but we can give the tools of them to see things in the right filters. Is that a good thing to start your day by spending two hours on TikTok or no? Is that a good influence or is that a bad influence, right? Questions. I mean, do you know the, who's the second, third person who's, who stoop on the, on, the, on the Mars or on the moon? Is that, is that more important versus some celebrity? why you think you know this name and you don't know about that. Just trigger them with questions and um, make them, you know, read the right books, being influenced by right people. Uh, give them a pick, right? You know, when I'm doing real estate analysis or when I'm doing business, um, I'm trying to share that with my daughter or with my two daughters, right? Being them present there and to see how the process works. How I'm, how I'm, you know, preparing for a presentation that, that I, or, hey, can you help me on prioritize my task? Hey, can you have a pick in my calendar? What do you think is the best way? And they have knowledge and, and, and expertise to share and help me. And they feel engaged. And instead of waiting until they're 20, 30, they know how to read emails and, and write emails in the proper way. They know how to talk in the, in the business language, how to reach out to people, how to multiculturalize people and not be locked down in one particular area. That's awesome. I love that. That's, that's so, it's so modern day. It's so much, it's so different than I believe I speaking for myself. It's certainly different than the world I grew up in. Um, and it's exactly what I strive to instill in my daughter on some of the previous podcasts. I've talked about how, you know, she's a two-year-old, but she's been to more places in her two years of life than I had been in my first 20, you know, whether it's restaurants or, or net, uh, parks or, or, or flights somewhere, you know, she gets mm -hmm. it like, this is what we're going and doing. I'm ready to go do it. And I'm able to adapt. And, you know, for a two-year-old, that's, that's awesome. You know, uh, she's flexible around people. She does, she embraces meeting new people all the time. And I think that's some of the best skills that we can teach our kids is just that flexibility and that adaptability of being in any en environment. And it's a challenge at times, you know, none of this is meant to sound easy, um, but just it in today's just constantly fa fast and faster moving environment. Uh, where every day is different and new developments happen every day. I think it's the best tools that we can give our kids. It's 
the opportunity to experience, the opportunity to try different things. Yeah. So uh, how about a book and a movie recommendation? It sounds as if you have consumed many, many, many books. So I'm curious to see what you've uh, brought to share today. Sure. So I think lately for for the kids, and it's been three books or three picks, and they are similar, but they are different. Okay. Everybody is recommending Rich Dad, Poor Dad. <laughs> yep. Classic. Classic. I think very interesting book that um, it called Make Your Bed by uh, Admiral William McIver, I think. Really puts, you know, the perspective on the, of the needs. You know, I, I serve in the army. I see, I see the benefit. But for some kids, you know, having the structure or benefit of, you know, you start your routine, you start your morning, you're starting fresh thinking. That's really, that's really a game changer of, of life. Not, don't just take the flow. And we spoke about it. And the third and last one, uh, for the, some people who are familiar with Grant Cardone from the real estate part and the movement of 10X, you know, think big. You think about a hundred or a thousand of a million is just adding zeros. So dream big. Uh, lately, you published uh, 10X for Kids, which is a, it's a small book, but it, it makes, you know, some comics into it. But it really makes, it's more for teenagers, I think, but it make, really lined out vision and strategy and goals. Um, who do you want to be? What do you want to achieve? What type of change you want to do? What's the impact you want to live in this, in this world? And um, I think that's a very good workbook uh, and a book for teens. Yeah, I look forward to checking those out. Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I'm familiar with and have been for, I mean, that's, like I said, a classic. That's been around for a while now. 10, 10X, <laughs> 10X for kids. That's great. I am definitely going to pick up a copy of that and make your bed. And what an interesting, what a great name actually, for a book, you know, it's kind of like, do that, set up your intention, get up every day. I still every, as an adult with nobody telling me to, I have to make my bed every day. I'm not going to get back in my bed that night until my bed is made for the day. I get up and that's, that's it. It has to happen because then my day can start and I can walk through my room at any point and I see, oh, look, my bed is, is made. My, my, my area is clean. I can tackle the day. And just that sense of everything in its place, that comfort zone, it's, it's where it's supposed to be, I find very helpful. So I'm probably going to read that book just for myself, because I'm yeah. curious to hear the explanation behind it. You know, it's a story about, you know, obviously, our brain and our, our physical, you know, you ever walked into an office, and you see a messy desk. So it tells about the personality of a person, right? Or, or you looked at someone's desktop in his in his computer, someone has like, empty desktop someone has like four folders and someone has just everything on the desktop it doesn't see the picture behind it's just full right it's a different <laughs> yep. personality of people but it also the way they're managed and it tells a lot about people so i can i think the same way about our kids and about ourselves if i walk to the room of my kids and i see everything is neat everything is organized everything is in the right place i know that their mindset is in the same stage which means they can achieve, they can learn, they can be successful. When everything is all over, when the laundry of yesterday is mixed with the laundry of tomorrow, there's no way they will make it perfectly on the math test today because 
stuff are not in the right places. So by making them make their bed, fix their room, you know, have a schedule in their life that's reflect everything else. It is. It's that organizational mindset that allows you to be learning ready. You know, if you have your home base, you have your stuff where it belongs, you are more likely to be able to add new on top of that. And mm -hmm. if you see things are out of place, you know, randomly, not randomly, but like because things are disorganized in your life, it is very represent, very representative uh, of how you will go throughout your day. That's awesome. Uh, how about a movie recommendation? Do you have time to take in movies with all that you do? Huh, movie is hard. I love cinema. Actually, between between us, I'm working. It's been like already ten years. I'm working on a documentary movie about my grandfather. Oh and wow! The relationship between him and myself. Wow. Uh, I don't, don't want to spoil it. It's still a lot of work to do. Okay. That's uh, awesome. But it's, Good it luck. really talks about you know the deltas or maybe it's very parallel you know the generations the z and the x um and the relevance of our grandfathers and mothers and into our lives into the millenniums but um wow um lately i found i watched the israeli uh, syria fauda i think it's on all over right now it's really like a you know, like a circuit, circuit service that, you know, dressed up and, and they go into like Arab uh, areas uh, as, as secret soldiers. But it really brings a lot of um, interesting pick both to the Arab and both to the Jewish uh, state. And it's um, it's half in, in, in Hebrew, half in Arabic. Um, you know, I'm happy that it's been translated to many languages and it's been you know broadcasted but i think it's a it's a cool series to watch all right i'll have to check that out i definitely know that my husband would be into that so i'll be oh, yeah. checking oh, it yeah. out so any of that kind of um secret service uh reflective of war you know kind of learn from the history elements of it is always always a win in our column just because it's it's really something interesting to see what people have gone through and learn a lot from the people that have been there well, awesome. Uh, we are coming to the end of our time and I appreciate, I've learned so much about you and, and so much from you, honestly, and, and I've really taken some takeaways from our conversation. So I appreciate that very much. Um, I think you should add motivational speaker to your resume. Uh, <laughs> but I want to leave you with a minute of self-promotion time, you know, whether it's for a project that you're working on or a message you want to put out in the world, this is the floor is yours moment. What would you like to leave on today? Sure. So first, I appreciate the you know the opportunity to share and uh, the warm words. I think I consider myself as a project wizard, and doesn't matter what time project it is, and it's and it's a person of people and relationship. And uh, if in any case I can be helpful to anybody as a business consulting as a system procedure in place as a team builder um feel free to reach out and what is the best way for people to find you where are you in this in this social media world this this worldwide web i think most of the people who will look for me will be linkedin as joseph with f lapko l-a-p-k-o all right um 
but I'm also, you know, available Facebook, email, WhatsApp, Instagram. I'm, right. I'm too old for TikTok. I'm sorry. About <laughs> I feel the same way. I keep trying. It's, you know, it just looks sad at some point. <laughs> I gave up. It's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm right behind you. I really am. I, I just haven't quite said, no, I can't do this. But boy, I'm, I'm so close to saying this just doesn't work for me. <laughs> I enjoy watching people's videos and, and, and the reels even on Facebook. And it's just, I don't know where that creativity comes from. I don't know no, how to make amazing. yourself. Yeah, that's, that's it's incredible stuff. But I will be sure to share out uh, your contact information because I'm sure people will want to follow you and, and get to know you after uh, hearing all that you've had to say today. Appreciate I really appreciate your time. And you. uh, I wish you a wonderful rest of your Monday. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All. Bye -bye. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you have laughed, learned, and been inspired in our time together. We'd love to hear what you thought about this week's show. So why not find and follow us on social media? You can find us by the handle at online and inspired on Instagram and Facebook. And you can check out the great work our teleteachers team is doing under their handle at T-E-L-E -E teachers. Prefer to find a website? We've got that covered too. www.onlineandinspired.com where you can find our swag shop and all the episodes that came before this one. Be sure to check out our parent company, Teleteachers Inc. at www.teleteachers.com to see how we can help you find the providers, data tracking systems, training, and more that your school needs to provide the best special education services possible. Until next week, thank you for listening and keep on living inspired. Mm -hmm.